0: ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music, and
1: more. Alrighty. <clears throat> Make me feel good. Make me feel good. Make me feel good. Feel good. Make me feel good. Good. You betcha. Thank you. Yeah, go oh. on then. Make me feel good.
0: The podcast. Our most memorable name for our cook, uh, one of ours, was called Thunderbutt because she had grey feathers on her bum like a cloud of thunder.
1: Tracy Booth is a crazy chicken lady. Her words, not mine.
0: I am a crazy chicken lady. I do breed chickens. I breed two rare um, heritage breed chickens here on the farm. I, I just love chooks, and I've had chooks here that I've had for 12, 15 years, and they don't lay a single egg, but they just live their life out.
1: But when a bushfire tore through an egg farm near her home in Western Australia's southwest, Leaving nearly fifty badly burnt chickens in its wake, Well, Tracy's love of chooks took on a whole new meaning.
0: Oh, they were absolutely horrendous. It was it was heartbreaking. These poor little things were just sitting on the on the ground. They couldn't move. They were shell shocked. Um, their feet were covered in blisters. Their feathers were scorched. Um, their combs were actually black because their combs had burnt. It wasn't soot. It was. It was burnt black, like crispy black. It was, it was heartbreaking.
1: Tracy put her hand up to nurse the chickens back to health.
0: Well, the first thing I did was obviously I loaded them all up in cages and put them in my horse float and brought them home, which was a slow trip home because I didn't want to bounce them around more stressed than what they'd
1: been. But if you're wondering how you treat a chicken for severe burns, well, much like treating humans, it's no easy feat.
0: We put a special cream on them, which is like a sunburn cream. So it's a cooling cream, um, like a zinc-based cream. So we absolutely slathered them with that. Uh, And then I gave them an anti-inflammatory and antibiotics. So the antibiotics was really easy. It was just in their water. But the anti-inflammatory was 0.2 of a mil per chicken per day when I gave them their medication and said, look, if you can walk to your food, then I'm going to let you live. Uh, So they'd tottle over to their food and they'd eat it. I had to pick them up every day to take them to their water because they wouldn't walk to the water. So that was done three times a day. They were lifted up from their little crouching spot and put in front of their water.
1: Slowly but surely, Tracy's feathered patients began to recover.
0: I put the call out for them and people came forward and adopted them and that was about... 12, and people took them in groups of four. So I got rid of uh, 12 to start with because they just had blistered feet. So they healed quite quickly. Uh, and remarkably, those 12 kept laying. They never went off the lay. They are such a resilient little animal. And then after that, the next 10, they went about another four weeks after that. So I'd looked after them for eight weeks. And the last lot only just went on Saturday, just gone. So I had them for three and a half months of pain relief, antibiotics and cream.
1: So did Tracy give them names like Thunderbutt or Cluck Norris before they left? No we
0: didn't but they were very friendly. I didn't want to name them because I wasn't keeping them. I don't have that particular breed of chicken. I'm just glad they're all back to health so and they've all got beautiful homes and the condition of taking them was that they were um, they're now special needs chickens because they've got no feet so they needed to go to homes where people understood that.